Hello, everyone, and welcome back to part two of last weekend in playoff basketball, the 2021 NBA playoffs, our first weekend recap. Oh, my goodness, did that deliver? I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. Welcome back, everybody, to episode two. Hopefully, you guys (laughs) caught episode one. Episode two is a bit more our style, a bit more West Coast, homie. Always, because we're the best. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, shout out to one of our listeners, Eric. Major Clippers fan. Guess what, Malv? What are we doing? We're actually going to start an episode off with the Clippers. It was the Dallas Mavericks against the Los Angeles Clippers. This was the four versus five seed playing in Los Angeles. The first thing I do have to say, though, is the Clips going to clip. <laughs> no matter who the head coach is, it's just like Doc Rivers had it. Now Ty Lue. Granted, this was the first game, but mentally, they are frazzled. They are frazzled. Luka Doncic, we had mentioned this with Trey Young in the Eastern Conference. Luka, Trey, John Morant, all these young guys, they are not scared of this established, you know, regime or hierarchy. They're here. They want to win. They don't see, like, any reason for them to wait. It's like, no, yeah. why, why not now? Why not now? And that's what I saw when I saw this game. You know, they the, the Mavs almost took the Clippers last season, so you know that's still in their head, you know. It, it's Even if it's a little tiny dot in their head, like, it's there. And Luka is just fucking punching them in the face, showing, like, I'm not going to stop, you know. There was I'm, so much help. I love I loved Dallas's. Luka had a 30-point triple-double. He's only been in the playoffs, like, less than, like, 15 games. It feels like he has triple-doubles beyond triple-doubles. Like, this was his stat line. 31 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Wow, wow, he's very nice. He had so much help. Dorian Finney-Smith looks like he always made shots when it counted. Tim Hardaway Jr., he had 21. Just back and forth game, back and forth. Well, before we keep going, when you said about Luka adding, you know, making all those triple doubles in the playoff games, how, like, low it's been, it's actually only been in seven playoff games he's done it, and they've all been against the Clippers. Because that's the only that team he's played. Like- <laughs> that's the only team. He owns the Clippers right now. <laughs> yeah. He does. No, and he did. You know, like you said, they were trying to everybody to defend him. Like, you know, he just couldn't. He's on a tear right now. Like I'm saying, like, these teams – like the Hawks, even though they didn't go anywhere into the playoffs last year, is like they're still ba- like using that energy they got from the last season. They're just building they're confidence, discovering themselves, well, their not, identity. I don't think it's even that. I think it's just like they had it. You know, it's just like, oh yeah, this is us, bro. Let's go, fuck them. You know, like you don't be scared of these teams. You know, like just because there's Kawhi, the claw there, and pandemic. I mean, um, playoff piece. Yeah. There, you know, like, but like even that, it's like. You have stars on the other team. Like you said, they either seem frazzled or Rondo's not doing the floor general job that he's supposed to be doing or there's other factors that we don't know yet, you know. And mind you, it's just game one. We're, you know, we're talking a lot here, but what a game one. Wow. Did you see what Kawhi Leonard did to Maxi Kleba? No. He sacrificed him. No, I didn't that see was that. the nastiest oh. dunk I've seen in a while. That was like solid for the Clippers. I was like, damn. And, like, usually when Kawhi goes up, I didn't think he was going to go up with that much ferocity because he's just a robot. <laughs> it, was a, it was a solid dunk. It was a solid dunk. No, but they have to now, and I think that's what they're all realizing, too, because of what I was talking about earlier. I was seeing all the chatter now in the media saying that Kawhi they're going to have on Luka now in the next, on game two. I don't know why. It should have always been that. He is what, uh, <laughs> well, that's what a lot of people are saying. Multiple-time defensive player of the year winner. He's a finals MVP champion well i i was thinking the same thing too until like i heard a quote from tyron lu and he was saying that like they use him so much offensively they don't want to drain him with putting him on hey guess what (laughs) michael jordan did it lebron did it kobe did it if you want to be in that same echelon you have to play defense 
and offense. You have to play at an elite level. Otherwise, what's the point of shooting that New Balance commercial? <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm with that too, but it definitely you got to pass that shit and that hate on to fucking P, you know? like Paul George? Yeah. What the fuck too, you know? Like, you got to be, you got to step up as well. Like, you got to be, you're number two. Number two. And I, I want to pull up their stats then. Yeah. Paul George, 23 points, six rebounds, five assists. Not too bad for a number two, dude. Kawhi Leonard, the number one, 26 points, 10 rebounds, five assists. They put up stats. But the team, it's a team game, bro. Where's Rondo? Rondo had 11 points, four rebounds, four assists. How did you feel playoff Rondo looked when you were watching this game? I didn't really pay attention to that game, (laughs) but uh, I kept looking at Luka. I was just like, he was amazing me. You know, like I didn't really pay attention to the other team. It was, that was it. We mentioned it earlier on that this is a rematch of last year's first round. We had that famous Luka shot to win it in overtime. Mike Green had that crazy bang, bang. So both of these teams have a lot to prove. We had mentioned it in the Eastern Conference. We're going to mention it in the Western Mm -hmm. Conference. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Los Angeles Clippers are kind of in the similar boat where they're facing a team that they lost to last season. Like, and, and like each game, each quarter, it feels like you know, they need to make their presence known. You can't sleep on either of these teams. You can't sleep on either of these players. And I'm not saying the Clippers are. Maybe they're just – I don't even see them like really unmatched. It's just Luka just knows how to control his team, You know, get everybody involved at the right time, him taking over when he needs to. And I feel like maybe that's what the other t- the Clippers don't have. I think Rondo is what's going to have to fill that piece in. Luka is the better player, but Rondo has been playing longer in the NBA. He's been surrounded with bigger talent, Kevin Garnett, LeBron, how many other players. So it's Rondo's responsibility now, along with Kawhi Leonard, to shut down Luka moving forward. That's the only way they're going to do this. Jay Will, uh, when I was listening to kind of the postgame ESPN stats and everything, he actually is picking the Dallas Mavericks to win this series. He said... Y'all want to avoid the Lakers? Then mm-hmm. take this team that almost beat you last year. And uh, that's kind of the whole narrative going into the playoffs was like, whoa, were the Clippers really jockeying position to avoid the Lakers yes. until the finals? Yes. Yes, yes. that's what you think. <laughs> yes. Eric, we would love to know your opinion. Uh, personally, I just think it was rest. They really just wanted to focus on themselves. And the media is always going to grasp at whatever they're going to grasp at. But right now, they got to worry about the Dallas Mavericks. We've seen the first game. Malv. Updated series predictions. I'm going to sound like a big Clipper hater, but Mavs in seven. What? <laughs> what about you? I'm still going to go with the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm actually going Clippers in seven. It's just going to be, it's phenomenal what Luka's doing. I still think they're too young, and I think Porzingis is going to be too. He's a variable then. Yes, I know he's you're saying he's so variable. rusty and like all the injuries towards the middle and the end of his like playoffs like or his career, you know? But he could be what they always call him, that unicorn, the unicorn. that they need. You, you want him to be that, you know? of course. because in, when these, in this series, though, he could potentially do that. Also, what the hell is going on with Marcus Morris? Let's pull up his four points, two rebounds, one assist. That's terrible. Not going to win. Yeah. Step up, bro. The whole team has to step up. Yeah. And, I, and I feel like, it's you say, it's not talent-wise. It's a mind thing. And surprisingly, this this mind shit has come from the, sec- the past season still. Like you said, we got a different coach. Half oh, different team, yeah, you know, but it's something. Something's happening, you know. <laughs> Let's see what the claw can do on the Luca boy. Moving on to the next game that we would like to talk about: the number one seed and the eighth seed in the Western Conference, 
The Utah Jazz hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies get it done. Hell yeah! Your boy again with the win. 112 to 109. I love it. I hate it. I love it. I hate it so much. Did you even watch this game? <laughs> no. Why? Just because of you. <laughs> I knew I knew you were going to watch it, and it's like, you know what? I don't want to watch this game because this is boy flag. Fucking and, But I should have. I should have. I watched some highlights, and my highlights for this were just the energy from the team. The fucking Grizzlies came with some fucking energy, I felt. Like, they, they came, like you said, what we've been talking about, that young energy. Like, no, they came fearless. here to play. They're fearless. They came here to play, you know? Um, I think it was Greg Anthony or whoever was on the call commentating the game yesterday. This was rest versus Russ because mm-hmm. Memphis has already had basically two elimination games. So mentally, they're on a higher intensity, whereas Utah had a couple of days of kind of just chilling, kicking back. You still had Donovan Mitchell expected to play a late scratch. He was furious, by the way. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Bleach Report, I just got a stat. He was fucking livid. He is expected to be available for game two. Um, we'll see what the case is. I'll probably hold him. Dylan Brooks, though, I wanted to mention going oh, back to the Memphis Grizzlies. He, he, was, he was incredible. <laughs> yeah. John Morant, 26 points, 4-4. Four and four. Dylan Brooks, 31-7-2. Kyle Anderson, slow-mo. He had some great moments as well. <laughs> No, but like going on Dylan Allison, like this is what you need from Dylan the Brooks. young Dylan Brooks. Why did I say Dylan Brooks? Yeah, the thirty-one points coming in, which is with seven rebounds. You know that's pretty solid. And actually, that sent like a Memphis goal. That's like the game franchising scoring record for a Memphis player making a playoff debut. So wow, these, these youngins are jaw, doing it, bro. Dude. These youngins are like coming through. Like you said, they're playing. They're just playing. They they're coming here to fucking kill it they're and going for it. I like what you're saying, though. I didn't. I totally didn't even. Think of that before you said that the Jazz have been on a rest and Memphis are playing on that high, kind of how like the Suns did it last year. Oh, you know? yeah, they're so, like, riding a ha- good momentum. You have to, though, like especially with this team. And you're going to want this, especially from Memphis, this young team, like every little person doing something again, you know. But you need – I think Memphis is going to need like out- outbreaks like this, like 30-plus from randos on the teams here and there, you know, to – so Dylan Brooks, though, he, he's established himself as a very good two-way player now. He's emerging himself. And, well, he's got the whole playoff to continue it, bro. Like, yes. we've seen it where players do one game, and it's like, great, you know, but your team needs that multiple nights, you know? I had mentioned earlier in this in this segment, Greg Anthony was commentating. Correction, it was Reggie Miller. He also made another great point that I'd like to highlight Basically, he's saying, who are the Jazz? They haven't really done anything in the playoffs either. Remember, they were up 3-1 against the Nuggets last year, and they don't have Donovan Mitchell. So why not this Memphis Grizzlies team? Because they actually were, this Memphis Grizzlies team, was the last eight seed to defeat a one seed. That was back in 2011. Those Zach Randolph, like Grit and Grind, Marcus All Grizzlies defeated the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs. Do you remember that? That was so insane. That was a crazy series. Z-Ball, that's like Z-Ball, that's when he was on the map. That's how he got put on the map. I know he's a uh, Portland Jailblazer. I know more from the Kings, actually. Really? Grizzlies and the Kings. I That's know. how I mainly remember him. We used playing. to go to a lot of Clippers-Grizzlies games, yeah. remember? So I would They're see... Z- <laughs> <laughs> that was sick. Another thing, too, that I'd like to mention is this home crowd. Over the weekend, the New York Knicks and Madison Square Garden, that crowd was the most raucous for sure. That but was, Utah... Pandemic didn't even happen there, bro. <laughs> yeah, right? it, 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 everybody was wilding, bro. Everyone was going crazy. I think the second runner-up, though, is going to be Utah. I have actually been to this stadium before. You can talk about it. I can talk about it. Yes, I saw the Jazz against the Grizzlies. I saw the Jazz against the Rockets. So I saw Russell Westbrook and James Harden play uh, Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and all those cats. It was actually a really sick game. Uh, This was one of the last things we did before the pandemic. So I was super thankful that we were able to do that. And, yeah, they do get rowdy. 
they do to get rowdy. I remember watching highlights of the 98 finals as well, and that crowd mm, oh yeah, they really looked crazy. insane, yeah. So don't underestimate the power of fans, and Utah is a very passionate fan base. But they do need Donovan Mitchell in order for anything to go right. Mal, hey. updated season predictions? Oh, I was still on the same fence of this. I still think the Jazz are going to pull a win. I was pulling it at like five. I'm going to, they're pulling it in six. I, I saw a lot of energy. I loved it. I don't know. My heart and my basketball player wants to say, give it to the Grizzlies. Like they're going to, but I really think that experience does help out. You know, like they're going to switch it up. They're going to do a game plan and hopefully contain them. But I do see Memphis coming out with another hard game. I also have Utah in six. Get out of my head, mouth. <laughs> Seriously. But. Yeah, no, I think the Utah Jazz are going to take it in six. This is a great story for these younger players. But again, like with Dallas and the Clippers, I think the same thing is going to happen with Jaw and this Grizzlies team. It's just going to be experience. That's all they need to develop that experience. They have that hustle. They have that energy. But these are necessary growing pains that you need in order to get to the next level. And I think Utah is a bit more established in that. Oh, yeah, but it would be insane if they actually yes. unseated them. Get healthy, Donovan Mitchell. Get healthy. never know. Get healthy. Okay, moving on to the next game, the number three versus the number six. The Denver Nuggets against the (laughs) Portland Trailblazers. Side quest. We've got ourselves a side quest. When did Austin Rivers become a Denver Nugget? (laughs) Like, I had no, like, I saw him right there. I was like, I thought he was a Nick. Or like, yeah, I really thought he was on the Eastern Conference. Turns out that he had been sitting on his couch. That's what the commentary team said. And, you know. Hey, not bad, right, for sitting on the couch and your next job being in the playoffs. I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah, he was a nugget. Let's go ahead and pull up those stats real quick of that game. So good. So good and so angry I am. Tell me. With a Portland win, a definitive win, guys. 123 to 109 to start. This I think this was the biggest blowout of the of the playoff games. Like Yeah, I guess you could say that. This wasn't the biggest disappointment for me. That'll but. be next. <laughs> but yes. But like the Blazers coming in and hitting it 19 threes. Incredible. Like, what the fuck is this, bro? Dame Dollar, your boy again, bro. Like, he's coming in. He's hot. And, like, we've said it, these last couple of years have been there to, like, go and do something. And I think he's trying to prove it right now with that Hulu money. Hulu got live sports and MVP candidates. All right. Damian Lillard, 34 points, 13 assists, two rebounds. Shout out to CJ McCollum, 21, 6, and 3. Nurkic, solid 16, 12, and 5. On the Denver Nuggets side, Michael Porter Jr., guess what? He's my fantasy player. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Bogdanovich is my fantasy player. Uh, yeah, Derek Rose winner. is my fantasy player. Like, all these all these cats. I tell you, I'm fantasy GM of the year. I voted <laughs> myself. That's ever an award. Uh, let's go ahead. The Jokic, 34-16, one assist, though. That's, yeah, very strange. But they let him go, bro. That's their strategy. And, like, it worked for this first game, but you think he's going to keep working? Something needs to change. Those He's going to get those points, those rebounds, but those assists need to go up for sure. Well, I got a quote from uh, Jokic talking about that stat. You're talking about the one assist, and uh, this is him. It says, they made me work for it on every possession. They kind of took the other guys out. I couldn't get other guys involved. Maybe just because of the assists, I'm saying that. You know, he said that in his post game. And uh, if the Nuggets need to reverse it, like you were saying, we always talked about it and how him being talked about being highly on the team is like he has to get the others involved, you mm-hmm. know. But then that shows you again how – off, your team can't make offense for themselves, you know, and that's, that's going to hurt you as well because there's going to be nights, and I feel that the Blazers are going to do some nights where they could just 
shut the other team down. It'd be easier for them to do that instead of trying to take Jokic down themselves. Malv, what are your updated series predictions now after you saw this first game? This one, for sure, I think this is going to be a seven. I don't think Denver's going to let up. They can't. Wow. You you're going Denver? I think they can. You know, because I'm a hater, but I'm a respectful hater of the Blazers. You are a hater. Okay, I respect the magic they have. They pull shit. That franchise, that team, that... that Rip City. That Rip City, that mindset, that, that whole mentality of the franchise gets, they get them somewhere. And I think this might be a good punch for them in the first se- first series against the Nuggets. That's going to be a good boost if they can get this win. They're actually playing tonight. I think I have Denver. Is that what I said? Mm-hmm. I had Denver winning tonight. But No, you said Utah, didn't you? No, Denver and Utah aren't playing tonight. Oh, I mean, um, the Nuggets. Didn't you say Nuggets? Denver is the Nuggets. That's what I said. Yes, because they're playing tonight. Yeah, you called. The, you want the, You said the Nuggets were going to win. Tonight they're going to win. Let me finish. Yeah, I think the Portland Trailblazers are actually going to win this series. Oh, I think okay. they're going to win it in six. In six? Yes. Well, see, like it's taking them to the top. You're forgetting Jamal Murray. He is not playing. As much as we love Michael Porter, as much as we love Aaron Gordon, and as much as we love Nikola Jokic, you need Jamal Murray. You want to go far in the playoffs. I think Portland is going to be able to capitalize off of this. Mello was balling too. Mello, this is actually Mello's old team. Oh, yeah, no, he was getting drafted. hate. Yeah. He was getting all this hate. <laughs> he, was, he was getting booed. And then Trust like, oh. I remember, bro, that was, like, that was classic Mello. Threes to the dome. <laughs> smashing his head. He's smashing his fingers to his head. I love seeing that Shouldn't stuff. Shouldn't have left to the Knicks. Shouldn't have sucked. Who did he suck? Jared Jeffries? Fuck, did he? I don't remember or, that. Or, or was that, that J.R. Smith? Yeah, they got into a fight back in the day. Well, it could have been J.R. Smith. Because J.R. Smith was on the Nuggets. That's back what I'm in the saying. Day. I don't think he would have talked to him. There was a big brawl there, remember? No, no, no. During it, the playoffs, right? It was, it was, it was someone who smacked J, uh, Jarrett Jack. It was either Carmelo or J.R. I'll give it to J.R. <laughs> I'll give it to J.R. Breaking news. Well, I got one game right. Ha ha ha, Mowgli again, flying solo, editing the podcast, finishing watching the games, the nightcap that was the Denver Nuggets versus the Portland Trailblazers. The Nuggets come out victorious, 128-109. to The series is now tied 1-1, to but I do want to give a shout out to Damian Lillard because this dude was going unconscious in the second quarter. Wow, you couldn't do anything to stop him. 42 points, 10 assists, 4 rebounds, Hulu has live sports we say it all the time uh cj mccollum 21 6 and 2 but the real star here is going to be the denver nuggets nikola Jokic. we got those assists up we're talking about he only had one he had five still not what we are expected of seeing of him we know he can do better but let's go ahead and finish the stat line 38 points eight rebounds five assists everyone set the tone on this denver nuggets team michael porter jr had 18 points aaron gordon had solid 13 um, Campazo, Facundo Campazo. I think he's from Argentina. He had a nice 12, 3, and 6. Uh, just very coherent. Paul Millsap, I forgot that he was still in the league. He contributed 15 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Yeah, this is going to be a back and forth slugfest. I'm still holding on to Blazers in 6. I do think Jamal Murray is that important. And eventually, these guards are not going to be able to keep up with Damian and CJ. Denver knew that they needed to win this game because if they lose both games in their home court, well, it's kind of a wrap. That was not the case. We'll see what happens moving forward. The next game scheduled between these teams is going to be Thursday, May 27th, 7.30 Pacific time. That's going to be at Portland. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens.
We're very excited for that. And now, back to Mouth and Mowgli. Okay, okay, that's enough of the jailblazers and the nuggets. Let's go ahead and talk about the actual team that we are rooting for and the biggest disappointment of the weekend, in my opinion. My God. The number two seed versus the number seven seed, the Phoenix Suns hosting the Los Angeles Lakers. It did not end well if you were a Laker fan. It started decently. It was going on okay, and you're right. It didn't end well. I was so frustrated. Me and you always, yeah. especially during Laker games, basketball games, but I couldn't text you. Usually we're always, like, texting, but I was just – I oh. told you right before, and I was like, dude, this is too nerve-wracking right now. Like, I know it's just game one, but the Lakers, I felt, really need to get the game one win just to set the tempo and just let, let everything relax, you know, everything for the team and stuff. But now you're going to try to play an uphill battle. Yes. So know? the Phoenix Suns win that game 99-90. to 90 incredible that the Lakers were only able to put up 90 points with all of the talent that they have there. But the main thing that you were mentioning before that was, yes, usually LeBron takes the first game to feel it out, and we've been giving the Lakers a bunch of passes because it has been the regular season. But mm-hmm. I feel personally it's time to switch it up a gear. Uh, three more losses, and they're eliminated from the playoffs. Don't forget that. So they're down 0-1. Yes, it's only game one. Yes, adjustments will be made. But as far as the effort on the defensive end and then the effort from Anthony Davis. That, I was just about to go right there on Anthony Davis. Keep going. My bad, bro. That's no, a, that was no. my main hatred. Th- th- this, is, this is unacceptable. I know he's injured, but this is why you're here. This is you're here to win championships. If you're not able to do that, then. This is why you forced yourself out of there. You made, you got one ring. But to be a Laker, a great Laker, you need to have multiple rings. And what you guys were talking about it yourselves right before the playoffs, you and LeBron. You know, you're pumping us up like, yeah, we feel the second ring. We have talent enough to get the second ring. And I saw that. I saw little glimpses like Caruso coming back again. Caruso. Putting in some work. He has stepped up. And in the fourth quarter, I was so fucking angry because, you know, there was so many shots. The Lakers were trying to push threes. Um, Fucking Caruso made two. He was getting steady in the fourth. And I feel like the last three minutes, we were only down by nine. He made two threes. And he could have made two more if he was given the opportunity and you have to keep giving him that opportunity because he was putting in that hustle too in the defense. You know that fucking fight we almost got yeah, into. Yeah, say the yeah. scuffle. You had there was actually two different injuries on that. You had LeBron James get injured, and then you had Chris, Chris Paul. Paul getting yeah. in, oh my goodness, dude! Well, right. Let's just talk about Chris Paul real fast. Right when that happened, I thought it. I was just like, "Fuck, this is the Chris forever curse." Yeah, and you fucking messaged me right away, and it was like, "Yes." I was like, "But as a Laker fan, I was like, this is what we need. He needs to be gone." But you know. Never still. wishing bad health on people. He was, he came back. He, not his best. You know, you could see he was still a little wonky and stuff. He was trying to shoot off the left. and But give him big ups, man. He stayed in. He kept the Suns in. Fucking Booker. Fucking roasting shit. I was no, just like. Devin Booker, he balled. This was also his playoff debut. 34 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Malv, we have Devin Booker. We have Trey Young. We have John Morant. We have a bunch of very, very young NBA players have their playoff debut. Who did you like the most? Who had the most impressive playoff debut? I'm going to say DeAndre Aiden. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even mention him. Yeah, exactly. 21 points, 16 rebounds. He went 10 for 11 from the floor. He becomes the first Suns player with 20 points and 10 rebounds in an NBA playoff debut. You know, so I was watching the game and I was really surprised because you were pumping him up during the end of the season, and I was like, okay, he's putting his numbers in, but this game I showed, man, this is a player. He was hustling, and you could see it with this work, and that's what's scary. Like, the Lakers weren't hustling. Like, it felt like, 
yeah, KCP was trying to throw up shots here and there, and like he was late so many times on switches. Everybody was late, you know. Yes, it's like, yes. Remember what happened last year too? They gave up both of those games. Shout out to No Dunks. The douchebag sweep is still in play. Okay, so <laughs> douchebag douche sweep for all of those you don't know is that the elite team loses the first game and then win the next four. So that's still in play. Well, like you said, we did that. The first two rounds last season, we gave him a pass, but this season feels different, man. There's so many injuries, and AD is a little bit, well, injured, but he's playing worse than he was last season, even in his, like, worst games off last season. And, like, everybody's saying, you need LeBron and AD at 100% of their game. Yeah, Shaq said it. Everyone. Everyone everyone knows it. Skip, Shannon. (laughs) Hey, oh, okay, okay. okay. Who had the worst Monday morning right now, Skip Bayless or Shannon Sharp? Oh, fuck. It's Skip Bayless for me. Because he can't defend what happened there. At least with, with LeBron and the Lakers, Shannon can probably say, this happened last year. They know what's going to happen. We know AD has to play better. They will make the adjustments. Yeah, with the Clippers, Ty Lue had said that they were 100% healthy, but then they come out and just drop a dud like that. Yeah. They let Luka take over uh, against a team that they were haunted by this whole season, this whole year, basically. This is their redemption, and then they, they oh, started yeah. off like that. So I think Skip Bayless was was more upset. He's always more upset. It's my turn! But with this, too, with us being... I'm upset, though. Like, I told you, like, this is what we all felt, you know, being biased Laker fans and listening to the media. Like, this should and hopefully still going to be a seven beating a two. But, again, I hope it's a douchebag sweep. I do not want the Lakers to go more than five games against the Suns. Like, one would hope. I do think, though, is that we're doing updated seats. So you're going Lakers in five? Well, no, I, I'm actually going to be alive. did Lakers in six. So. I did it in my head. I had Lakers in six. I said I wanted it in five, but I don't see it. it. You know, and I know this is just the game, but you're building what we're doing now. This is going. This is new heads against old heads. Like, yeah. all these young kids, like, they, they fight fearlessly, but and now they're winning. So that's just adding more shit to them. Like I forgot to mention, Malv, I didn't catch this game, really. I was at church, so I caught the radio broadcast. So I'm going to take most of your word for it. How did the centers look? Marcus Saul, Montrez Harrell. What was happening there? Montrez, Andre. First half, I'm I was giving them their flowers. I could see the hustle. I could see the work, you know. But somehow during the second half, everything just started breaking down for everybody. Like it felt like an energy got zapped from them. But I don't know why. Nothing in the game for me. Even the fight, I felt would have been a little bit more of like a pump for the Suns, which it was, or for the Lakers to be like, hey, we're the defending champs. You don't touch LeBron. You don't bring him down. You know, everybody fights for each other. Because when Schroeder was going to get at it with pain from the Suns, Montrez fucking ran it. He ran it, you know, straight up. And, like, yeah, you like that team chemistry, but it's you want to see that go into the game. You know what I mean? Like, you want to flow in the game. And I didn't see that from everybody. There were only a few plays from the Lakers where I saw, like, boom, extra passes here and there. It's like, yes, you know, going around, it's like, yes, that's how you do it, making it. Mm-hmm. But then, again, towards the end, like a lot of teams, they get, you know, scared. I feel it's scared. You know, they try try to hit more threes. Like I said, KCP here. Let's go. Let's go. He's trying. Yeah, trying. Three-pointer percentage, 7 to 26, 26.9% from three-pointers. No. Ugh. But like I said, even Caruso, like he made only, I think, only half or a little bit less than half. But his shot and, like, his form of going and the shot taking the – type of shot that he took the threes took look way more uh, textbook yeah it looks like actual it has a high percentage of going in Mm -hmm. because he's practicing those shots another thing i want to mention the free throw discrepancy phoenix shoots 10 of 12 83 percent 
The Lakers shoot Misses. 17 of 28. That's 11 points at the free throw line. Listen, if they make all 11 points, they win the game. This is unex- This is sixty point seven percent, and I have to hate on LeBron too because he did it a couple times as well. And it's like, come on! I know there was a three. I think he only made one of the three, you know. And it's like, we don't need that. And I know we sound crazy because it's just game one, but I believe this shit adds up. You know, no, it does. It adds <laughs> up. These are tendencies. These are habits that need to be corrected. That that need that should have been corrected already because this is where it actually counts. Breaking news. A little bit of more breaking news because that is what we do here. One more time because I'm editing the podcast. We forgot to mention when discussing the Lakers, LeBron James. LeBron James. So this is how the story goes. LeBron attended an event he was not supposed to, which violated the NBA protocol for COVID. He should have been quarantined seven to ten days, which would have basically made him unavailable for this first round of the playoffs. Do you think the NBA was going to do that? Absolutely not. Do you think it's fair? Absolutely not. Do you think I care that I am a Laker fan and LeBron James is not getting disciplined? Absolutely not. (laughs) It is not fair that he's able to do that. Remember what happened last year with Daniel House? Yes. Skip Bayless doesn't forget because that is the dude who was supposed to win everything for them. (laughs) Jokes aside, no, it's not fair, but such is the way of life. He's too important. So, LeBron... Learn from the lesson. And don't do it again. And now, back to Malvin Mowgli. All right. Well, what else do we have to talk about? We talked about... The games. Which one was our most... Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. We totally okay, forgot okay, okay. that. So this was your most underwhelming game, right? Your biggest upsetting game? Is that what you're calling it? Uh, the, it was the most upsetting game to watch, but as far as like the biggest upset or the most shocking team to pull out a victory... No, this was not that game. For me, that was the Atlanta Hawks. Mm, yes, that was that the was a Atlanta good game. Hawks and the New York Knicks because that was just the the energy at Madison Square Garden was electrifying, and then Trey Young hitting that shot with such little time left, so early in his career, it's just like, whoa, yeah, I like it, I like this. Let's see more of this with the little silences, golden the shh. So that's my 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 most shocking upset of the of the weekend. Okay, How about okay. you, Mel? This is gonna be. I think this is gonna be a surprise to you because I didn't watch the game. <laughs> But your boy and his team—that was my runner-up. That, 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 runner I up. felt like that was a great game. I—I'm I, not gonna lie to you guys. I watched mainly only the highlights, but you could see it off that the whole team was gelling. The energy—they didn't give a fuck. You know, they came at them like, "What? What's up, bro? What are you gonna do? You know, you ain't gonna beat us now." And it's like, I hope they keep that energy, but I don't see them winning the series. You know? Yeah, yeah. But it was a great game. The fucking weekend was great, guys. Like every game was on point. Breaking news. And more breaking news. Jordan Clarkson, sixth man of the year. Joe Ingles just surprised him. Congratulations, former Laker. May I remind you all, I think that is the last person who ever got an assist from Kobe Bryant was Jordan Clarkson. So congratulations. He is the sixth man of the year for the Utah Jazz. Always rooting for him. Good stuff. And now back to Malvin Mowgli. Uh, well, that's going to conclude today's episode of Last Weekend in Playoff Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording these. Continue listening. Continue supporting. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogli at gmail.com. Subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. If you listen on Apple, we would kindly appreciate a five-star rating. And one more thing. 
follow us on social media, will ya? At Mal underscore N underscore Mogu. And we'll be back here next week. Actually, not next week. We'll be back here at the end end of of this week week because it's playoff basketball. (laughs)